On today's Locked On Texan podcast, day one of training camp is in the books. It was hot outside, but so were the Texans. Cody and I review day one as we look at the good and concerning from day one. And we also discuss the Titus Howard contract extension and what does that mean moving forward. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Thursday episode of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast mm. Network, your team every day. First day of training camp is why we are here today. If you are new to the Locked On Texan Podcast, be sure to subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texan Podcast on YouTube and wherever you listen to podcasts including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Also, give us a follow on Twitter at Locked On Texans if you are one of our everyday. Shout out to you guys for checking us out again. I am your mm. Texas football analyst, John, some sports guy, Hickman, and, of course, joined by none other than the man with the plan that was out there in the heat for the Texans beat. You right know. Us, Illustrated's own Cody Davis. What you know, John. I've been complaining about the heat a lot, but I don't know if it's because I was just excited, but it wasn't that hot on yesterday. It really wasn't. We had a cloud. We had a nice little breeze from time to time, and the yeah. heat was manageable. Let me just say that, man. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the Houston Texans on day Well, We got to talk about D'Amico Ryans and I think Jonathan Joseph as mentors mm. for this young team. Not necessarily a young team. The Texans are actually one of the older teams, but they have the core players are the younger players uh, for this roster. Howard locked up for another three years through 2026. And so that's a conversation that is a must. But, Cody, we are not going to start today's show. It is a must mm. that we talk about day one for the Houston Texans at training camp. Guys, you got Nick Casario joking about Steven Nelson not liking his wardrobe selection. You got John Mechie practicing without any restraints you got the connection of nico collins and cj stroud growing you even got coach D'Amico ryan's confirming he will be calling defensive plays oh my god what a surprise year cody when you were out there what were your top takeaways your wins for the day your concerns for the day let's talk about day one of training camp well i'm gonna start off with the wins and the biggest win of all was John Mechie III making his return back to the practice field. And I love seeing that because actually on Monday marked the one-year anniversary of when we got the unfortunate news that Mechie was going to be out the entire 2022 season due to his battle with leukemia. And that news came the same time when he was still recovering from that ACL injury. Look, John Mechie, he did not um, complete any type of catches or anything like that, but it was just nice seeing him back out there on the field, lining up with the ones and the twos, John. I, I must say, I guess Coach D'Amico Rhines ran across the podcast we did a couple of days ago when you said, look, 
Wrap John Mechie out of the plastic because he's brand new. Just go out there and put him on the field. Don't hold him back. And I honestly say day one of training camp that I don't think that the Texans are going to hold John Mechie back. Of course, they're going to take their time with his development. Of course, they're going to make sure he gets the, the, the appropriate amount of time to go out there and learn the game on the NFL level. But the fact that he was out there lining up in the slot, Playing with the ones, playing with the twos, he looked very good. Which, by the way, even though he did not have a reception, John Mechie understands and knows how to create separation between him and his defender. Because there were several times coming off that line of scrimmage, and one time he was actually going up against Desmond King. There were several times where I looked and saw him do a couple moves. I was like, oh, he got open. You know, if this was a realistic game, if this was a full-fledged game, John Mechie would have been open for a couple receptions. But to understand how great it was to see John Mechie back out there on the field, of course, that was one of the main things we talked about with Coach D'Amico Ryans on yesterday, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, having having Mechie out was, you know, it was, it was, it was awesome to see. Right? You see a guy who's been through so much. And just a credit to him and the work that he's put in while everyone else is away or people maybe forgot about him is just a credit to his work ethic and how relentless he's been in this process. You know, while no cameras are on him, he's been putting in the work and it's encouraging to see. And I'm, just, I'm happy to have him out and I'm just honored to be his coach. So as I mentioned, John Mechie did not have a reception on yesterday however it wasn't the end of the world because john the one thing that you and i have been talking about was the fact that this wide receiving core might have been a little bit subpar because they do not have a number one target however that might be a good thing because one of the biggest wins that i took from on yesterday was the fact that this is going to be a wide receiving group by committee Nico Collins, Robert Wood, Noah Brown, all three of those guys went out there and made plays. I'm pretty sure everybody saw the social media clips, and I was right there on the side when I saw it. Um, CJ Stroud connecting with Nico Collins, what looked like was a, a, a 20 yard bomb. And once again, CJ Stroud ball placement is phenomenal. Dropped the ball right in his hands. Of course, Nico Collins had an opportunity to beat Derry Singley Jr. one-on-one in that matchup. This wide receiving core, they don't have a DeAndre Hopkins. They do not have uh, Andre Johnson. They don't even have a Brandon Cooks. However, the collection of talent is there, and I think Bobby Slowett and Coach D'Amico Ryans is going to put these wide receivers in a position where they can get the best out of everybody. And the biggest win had nothing to do with on the field. It just had everything to do with the overall field for the Houston Texans. Because for the very first time since about 2019, and for the very first time since I've been around this team, there was no drama. There was no sideline circus going on. They Everything about day one of the Houston Texans training camp was just about football and the potential and the promise for this young team. Those are my three wins for the day, <sighs> but I have some concerns. Day one of training camp not only saw the return of John Mechie, but it also saw the return of second-year lineman Keon Green. On a day where Titus Howard is enjoying his extension, 
The same time where you have Shaq Mason, Laramie Tunsil, showcasing you why this offensive line has the potential to be a top-tier offensive line in the league, Keon Green was there. He made his return, but unfortunately, he did not take any type of snaps. He wasn't running with the first, second, or third team. He didn't do nothing. All he did was dressed out, went through his warm-ups, and that was it. John, I'm not giving up on Keon Green. But I really find it hard to believe that this young man is going to be ready for his second season. You're looking at a guy who gave up four sacks, had 12 penalties, and ended with a pro football grade of 37.7, was one of the worst graded linemen of the 2022 campaign. You're looking at a starter as well. One guy that I've been rooting for a lot, my guy, Brevin Jordan, third year tight end. We know how important this year is going to be for him. We talked about it on the show. I wrote an exclusive about him on Texans Daily over at Sports Illustrated. And the one thing that he told me, and he and he mentioned it when we talked about it on the show as well, is that there is no excuse for him not to have a big year. I went into day one of training camp really excited to see what I was going to see from Bourbon Jordan because not only is the 2023 campaign an opportunity for him to rejuvenate and revamp his career, Brevin Jordan did not have that much of a great day, dropped a couple passes. He told me he doesn't need to make rookie mistakes, and you drop not one but two passes. It's not a good look, man. Yeah, hopefully that trend of him not making those rookie mistakes uh, trends upward. But that's something that when we discussed Brevin Jordan with the tight end preview was something that I highlighted. Those mental mistakes, those mental errors on the football field is what I think has really held him back. Guys, we got to talk about Titus Howard. Uh, Cody mentioned it was all football. It was all ball on day one for the Houston Texans, which is something that this team has not been afforded that luxury, right, in the past couple of seasons. Hmm. So that is a good thing. I do want to end off with letting you guys know that Will Anderson – the third overall pick for the Houston Texans ran with the second team for majority of the first day of training camp. Noah Brown, Robert Woods, and Nico Collins was the first team wide receivers. Christian Kirksey, Christian Harris, and Denzel Perriman were the starters on the first day of training camp. They ran with the first team. And so just giving you guys some news and updates before we talk about maybe the biggest news of the day. Mm. I don't go nowhere more locked on Texans. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week you're going to be provided with players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Listen, you're looking to make a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with the last pick in the first round and the first pick in the second round. You'll be guaranteed to have two of the surest performers by going all AFC West with the Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams and Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Adams has proved he remains a reliable top selection in Las Vegas, while Mahomes, 
he's Mahomes. And again, he'll operate with both the highest floor and ceiling among the standout luxury options at his position. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Motors guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your cars right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the very first time. For the parts and accessories that your car needs that fits your vehicle, just look for the green check, get the right fit, the perfect fit, the right time, the first time, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Motors Guarantee Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. La, 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 la. Wait till I give my money, right? La, 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 la. And you can't tell me nothing, right? Excuse me. Did Tidy sign something? Uh-uh. You can't tell him nothing. Uh-uh. You can't tell him nothing. <laughs> it happened. Yes, day one of Houston Texans training camp kicked off on yesterday however the biggest news of the day that took place like around six o'clock that morning by the great early. adam chef no i mean i mean whoa before i even took a shower i was like wait 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 what titus howard got his money the houston texans locked titus howard up a three-year extension um $36.5 million guaranteed, but the contract is worth up to $56 million. John, I don't want to take too much time talking about Titus Howard extension because this is something that you and I have been talking about for almost a year now. And I um, was wrong, by the way. Like, I thought that they were going to at least wait until halfway through the season. No, I didn't want that. Yeah, and, and I, I didn't want that. that. Was the conversation <laughs> between, and we just had the conversation. I said, "Hey, man, they better get it done probably before then because that money is going to shoot up, and they're going to have to pay them more." Exactly. And the idea was for Houston to flirt around seventeen five, eighteen five. You got eighteen six per year annually for mm. that salary. Um, I'm happy for Titus, man. I'm happy. Like if you if you wouldn't mind, I'm happy because. Brian Gaines didn't do much for Houston. <laughs> he didn't. Like he was going in the year, didn't have a great draft. He didn't get a chance to. Didn't get a chance to, but he did get a chance to draft Titus Howard. If you guys remember going back, it was Andre mm. Dillard or Bus. Well, we see I Titus Howard that. is the one guy from their first round, I believe. But Titus Howard is the guy that made it to a second contract. In the past two seasons, Titus, Titus Howard has only allowed – a total of five sacks, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Titus Howard is a guy that fought through adversity. Like, I think that's what I like most about Titus Howard. Quarterback in high school, tight end at some point during college, played in the HBCU, was a first-round pick coming out of an HBCU, mm -hmm. came to an organization that was so unstable back then. And not only were they unstable when they drafted him, the stability for this franchise just got here. 
<laughs> honestly. And he was a guy that through the adversity, we opened up with Kanye, right? Through the fire, <laughs> got better and better, worked to get better and better while playing left tackle, while playing guard, now settled in at right tackle. Guys, th- the reason why this deal is so important for Houston, Laramie Tussle, he's locked in until 2026. Mm-hmm. You got Keon Green, he's going to be on a rookie deal until 2006. And we just talked about how disappointing it's been for Keon Green to open up his young career. But we cannot sing praises about Titus Howard from where he was to where he is now and not give that same grace to Keon Green, right? I think it's only fair that we give him a couple of seasons. But you also got Juice Scruggs, your potential starting center for the next few seasons on a rookie deal. He's going to be here to, through 2026. Shaq Mason will be here, I believe, until through 2025, but maybe 2026. Titus Howard is going to be locked up and locked in and for the Houston Texans through 2026. Guys, if this doesn't work out for Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryans, you cannot blame them because they are trying to hit on all cylinders by making sure that their quarterback will be protected. Hmm. When I see what they've done with the line, getting this line situation, and again, we talked about it on yesterday's podcast, C.J. Stroud may be in the best situation any rookie quarterback for the Houston Texans have been in. It reminds me of how the Dallas Cowboys set up Dak Prescott. You're going to run the ball, right? They got that in Damian Pierce in at least one season with Devin Singletary. And while we're talking about training camp for the next couple of weeks, I'm excited to see what X Validate can do for this backfield. But you're also going to have two bookend tackles. You're going to have some good guard play. At least we know we're going to get good guard play out of Shaq Mason. They're going to protect their quarterback. They're going to be able to run the ball efficiently and do things efficiently on this offense. And so we talk a lot about Dak Prescott. I cannot knock the Dallas Cowboys for setting him up perfectly, right? Mm-hmm. They kind of set him up the way they wanted to set up Tony Romo. Injuries happen. That's what Houston is doing. That's what I see out of this franchise. And I think locking in Titus Howard for the next three years, that allows you to, in the next three seasons, maybe a big free agency. Maybe some of the young guys like the Jalen Petries of the world, or maybe the Nico Collins who balls out his money. You have money for that. But at the very least, by 2026, we should be seeing this team in contention for a stretch for the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Hopefully, man, because the last regime, it was setting up that way. And then, of course, other things got in the way. But, you know, John, like I mentioned, man, this was very important for the Houston Texans to get this deal done uh, because, one, you solidify a top 10 player on your team for the for for the foreseeable future that offensive line is set and, and and correct me if i'm wrong and listeners in the comments tweet me or whatever the case might be let me know if i'm correct but i think this offensive line at least with the with the acquisition of Laramie Tunsil, Shaq Mason and Titus Howard this is going to be the most stable the offensive line has been since what the early to mid 2010s back when you had Dwayne Brown and those guys like Brooks, uh, yeah, yeah. Myers, uh it's exactly like I I be, because this offensive line has gone through so many changes and you know for the good and for the bad and I just love the fact that they was able to lock in Titus Howell for, like I mentioned, the foreseeable future. And, you know, you can tell that this young man has really earned this contract. 
and just listen to what Nick Casario had to say about Titus Howard extension a few hours once the news became official. And I think this morning uh, some of the reports came out uh, regarding Titus. Uh, I would just say, you know, I'm not necessarily going to comment about, you know, the contract and everything that went into that. I would just say Titus has been a good player uh, for the last number of years. He's tough. He's competitive. Um, so, you know, those discussions, um, some have come together. Um, some take a little bit more time than others. Um, but it was good working with his team and his representation to try to get to an end point. Um, no, Titus loves being here wants to be in Houston for a long period of time. Uh, and I would just say just overall, you know, we certainly put some resources um, into the offensive line here over the last, I would say, a year or two. Um, but the expectation is that comes with performance. So I'd say, you know, now the hard work starts. So, um, but uh, Titus has earned it. Um, so there's some, I would just say some final things that we're working through. So I don't want to necessarily comment as if it's finalized, finalized. But, you know, expect by the end of the day to have that you know, resolved in, in some way, shape or form. Just take a look at everything that this young man had to go through. And for him to be in this moment today says a lot about Titus Howard. I'm all for this. I'm so happy they got the deal done before the start of the season. Shout out to Titus Howard, man. And at this point, they can't tell you nothing, man. Welcome back in, Locked On Texan listeners and viewers. Before we close out today's show, day one of training camp for the Houston Texans was a success by all means. Titus Howard getting locked in and locked up for the next three seasons. John Metric just getting out on the mm. field. The quarterback play, Cody. I know that you mentioned – guys, Cody texted me. And he, <laughs> he texted me said, not even 30 minutes into training camp. We were still in warm-ups. It's clear C.J. Stroud is QB1 for this franchise. And if that was the case while they were still in warm-ups – I think that just speaks to that young man, his aura and how he carries himself and who he's going to be as a quarterback, as a leader. The quarterbacks had a fairly decent day, got the big connection, connection, excuse me, with CJ Stroud and Nico Collins. That's continued, continued to grow. But I want to switch gears before we close out, guys. The Houston Texans have a coaching staff full of former players. Danny mm-hmm. Bear, former play, NFL player, but former professional running back for the Canadian League. Jake Moreland, former tight end. Um, Gerard Johnson, former quarterback, played for the Texas Aggies. You got D'Amico Ryans, of course, former Houston Texan, great linebacker. You got uh, Coach Shazier, former defensive lineman for the L.A. Chargers. Back then they were the San Diego Chargers, right? You got um, Jonathan Joseph, who's going to be a part of the training camp staff, former DB cornerback for the Houston Texans. A lot of NFL real-time experience is on his coaching staff, and I wanted to ask you, Cody, the dynamic and the benefits of having that for your young guys who we look at Petrie, we look at Pierce, we look at uh, Will Anderson, we look at Christian Harris, uh, we, we look at C.J. Stroud and Davis Mills, we look at John Mitchie, a lot of the young guys – how much they're going to benefit from some of these pro athletes turned coaches. That's the key, pro athletes. They understand what these young guys are going through, um, especially these, the, 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 the rookie class because, look, we have a lot of expectations for CJ, have a lot of expectations for Will Anderson Jr., Tank Dale. I mean, we could go on and on and on. But the one thing that always gets me, like I mentioned, after covering – the phase one of a rebuild with the Houston Texans and the Houston Rockets, I now understand how important it is for these young players to have a mentor that they can lean upon. 
And for that to be in a head coach in D'Amico Ryans for the Houston Texans will definitely help the development of a lot of these young guys. As a matter of fact, and shout out to one of um, Houston's media OGs, Kim Davis, who actually brought up this topic of conversation of having just that one-on-one experience, having those one-on-one conversations and teaching these young guys the game away from the X's and O's. had a great opportunity over the summer to uh, have a one-on-one with our rookie, our entire rookie group, spend about an hour and a half to two hours with our rookies and allowing them to just ask questions and I was able to answer you know any thoughts or questions concerns they had and it was a, a very special moment one I'll never forget just to have that intimate conversation with those guys so I could share my experiences as a player you know they asked why I coach and the main reason and I wanted to implore to them is I do this because I care about them and want them to be as successful uh, as they can be as young men if it's football it's football we're going to try to work our our tails off to be the best we can be there. But it's also about you know, what I share to them. What's important to me is for them to be great husbands, great fathers, great leaders in the community. Coach, you just finished talking about the intimacy that you had with um, the rookie class. How important that? How important is that with their development? Because um, so many people just think that the rookies want to get a hang of the NFL just by learning the X's and O's on football. Right, and that's you know one thing with rookies is it's, it's a lot on their plates. And they have to come in and they have to adapt very quickly to, you know, a situation that is new to them, right? And it's not just me. It means more. It means a lot to me because I care about the guys first and foremost as, as people, as men. But it's also having a great group of veteran guys like we have. And those veterans being able to take the rookies to the side and explain, you know, some of their pitfalls or some things to watch out for as they go along the way so they don't have to go through the same mistakes. Talking to Coach D'Amico Ryans right there was one of my favorite moments of day one of training camp. Another favorite moment of mine, Coach D'Amico Ryans talked about how cool it was because he remembered back in 2006 when he was walking across that bridge as a rookie to participate in his very first training camp for the Houston Texans. And almost 20 years later, he, he is making that same walk, but this time as the head coach, the sixth in franchise history. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I know it's only day one. You know, I'm not about to get into the whole how many wins will the Houston Texans get in 2023 and all that other stuff, but I will tell you this. This day one of training camp is definitely the start of something special with this generation, with this with this regime, with this version of the Houston Texans because for the first time, it seems like every single important attribute that you need, whether on the field and off the field, the Houston Texans got. Now you just need to give them to, to give them time to develop and for it to make it work. Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes from the day was from Nick Casario. Y'all know I love me some drama. Hmm. <laughs> we know we're going to make, have to make some hard decisions in regards to roster cuts. Hmm. So, Day one was full of good, positive energy, but for the next couple of weeks, we're going to bring you guys everything, all things Houston Texans. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment to the Locked on Texas podcast on YouTube, and make sure that you follow us on formerly known as Twitter at Locked on Texans. Give me a follow at John underscore Hickman as well, underscore Hickman 12 as well.
And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter and thread at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Back at it again tomorrow with more takeaways from day two of training camp. Ladies and gentlemen, let's celebrate. 2023 is officially here for your Houston Texans. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.